2: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
3: Jovial, caring, wacky, live and local. It's time for the Bart Winkler Morning Show.
4: Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler picking up the baton from Ryan Horvath, who is with us for the next four hours you know when you when you have a traumatic night, when you have like a a fight with somebody, a wife, a friend. I think back, this happened a few times in college. You know, yeah, there's a little alcohol, and things get dramatic, and everything's all heightened in college, and or even in you know later in life. Whenever when there's something in your life that happens, that's a traumatic day, and then you go to bed, and then you wake up. There is a moment where there's clarity. There's a moment before the events of the day prior haven't hit you yet. You wake up thinking all is fine. It's a brief moment and it's quickly taken away. And you're reminded of just exactly what happened last night. And that happened for me today. I woke up in a state of bliss. Friday, we've got the NFL draft, Horvat and I have the coverage tonight, rounds two and three, and then I thought, wait a minute, last night was also the draft, it was round one, and the Packers picked, and they traded up, and they took a quarterback, Jordan Love out of Utah State, is now a Green Bay Packer. Horvat, you've had the show for the last hour. You've been
5: taking calls. What the hell are they doing? No idea. And, man, I have been ripping Jordan Love for the last couple days. I just, I don't even think he's a better quarterback prospect than Jacob Eason, who will probably be there in the third or fourth round. Uh, I'd say about 30% of people, as of this morning right now, happy about the pick, 70% of us are baffled by the decision. You were a game away from the Super Bowl just a couple months ago, about three or four holes. You fill those holes and maybe you compete at least with the San Francisco 49ers. You don't get blown out by two plus scores. And instead, you are building towards your future when you have Aaron Rodgers at least for the next, what, three to four years? It's supposed to be four years. But if you look at the deal now, the contract, it looks like it's going to be hey, man, you got two years. Do what you can, Aaron. And then it's over. Then we're moving on. Uh, what a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. I think that if you do
4: like the pick, 35% of people, if you're saying that's how many people like the pick, I think that I think that there's a lot of people who have tried to talk themselves into the pick. And we may do that here today. We're going to go, today's today's exercise is we're going to build a massive pro-con list to try to figure out what are the good things about this pick and what are the bad things about this pick and a lot of it is going to center around Aaron Rodgers because you've taken this guy who you've given no help to in the first round in his career. You have found some good guys in the second round, and you've lucked into like the Aaron Jones in the fifth round. But in the first round, you have avoided going for these first-round talents, really, and you've made your decisions on the defensive side or you've traded back to stockpile picks under this draft and develop scheme. And this year in this wide receiver heavy class, there were a couple of options. You could take a position of need in the first round and then get a wide receiver in the second, or you could actually get a wide receiver in the first round and give Aaron Rodgers a true target next to Devante Adams other than, Hey, hopefully Lazard continues to improve or maybe we'll get equanimity St. Brown to be well off the injured list This was the year you thought if you're ever going to give Aaron Rodgers a weapon one game away from the Super Bowl, this is going to be that year. Even if you didn't in the first round, there's still enough talent in the second round. So bolster that defense. Improve that offensive line. Replace one of the guys that you let walk away, like a Blake Martinez or Brian Bulaga. Drafting a quarterback, trading up to do it, was an option that I don't think anybody coming into the night was actively rooting for. So we'll we'll try to you know the reactions last night immediately my first tweet I think was oh no what a effing terrible mistake and I'm sick. It was a shock. As soon as you saw the Packers trade up with Miami you thought I thought Patrick Queen at first. And then they kept showing Jordan Love in his house. And I thought, please, God, please, God, no. And then it was Jordan Love wearing a G hat, talking to Susie Kolber within an instant. 414-799-1250. So, again, we'll take all your calls today. We'll take your thoughts. We'll take your tweets. 414-799-1250. We'll discuss Horvat and I. We'll talk to Ryan Wood at 9 o'clock. We'll hear from Brian Kudikins. We'll hear from Jordan Love. And we'll try to figure out, if this actually was the right pick for Brian Gutekunst or if he showed, I think the phrase that a lot of people are saying are, well, Goody's got balls. We'll see if this was just a Goody's got balls pick or if it was the right pick. 414-799-1250. We'll start with Rory who is in his truck. Rory. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Um, I think we need to take a phrase from the old Aaron Rodgers uh, playbook of R-E-L-A-X. I mean, the guys calling in saying that we could have got a Hall of Famer offensive player at number 30 or 27 or whatever we drafted Jordan Love at. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's a joke. I mean, you're not getting a Hall of Famer at 27, 28, 29, 30. Um the guy might be a player. The fact of the reality is we we've lived through this once. I'm not sure why we're shocked again that eventually you're gonna have to swallow it and draft a guy and get a guy. Now trading up, I don't agree with that per se, but I think the guy's a player. Let's not act like we've all watched Utah State film and broke down Jordan Love's game. And, oh, my gosh, this guy is such a bust. This guy is horrible. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, let's give this guy a chance. I get it. It's not a win now mentality. But we got rounds two and three to today that um, there's still action. We, we still have chips to let table. Let's, let's be patient. And let's figure this out. I mean, it's not a light the world on fire type deal. Great show. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it.
4: Yeah, thanks for calling in. 414 799 1250. And we're not going to pretend like we are top scouts of the Mountain
5: West Conference.
4: Although, if anybody's watched any games. Guys, yeah, I was going to say, Mountain you guys could all
5: speak for yourself. I've seen <laughs> tons of Jordan Love. Tons I've, of Jordan Love. <laughs> I've lost tons of money on Jordan Love. <laughs> So I well, actually we, do watch the tape on Jordan Love, and I think that it's a disaster. I well, think we, it is an absolute disaster. I'm, I'm not <laughs> listening to that crap today. A few holes. You were a game away from the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. It was year one in the system. What is he going to look like in year two? I hope I hope Bill Belichick makes a phone call to Brian Gudekins next year and gets something done, and Aaron Rodgers comes back and – I'm just going to try not to swear today. I thought I hope he gets his revenge. They're pushing him out the door. Two years? Two years? Aaron Rodgers has talked about how he wants to play into his 40s, correct? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has said his his main goal right now, besides winning Super Bowls, is to retire in Green Bay. How much he loves the fan base. He loves it here. And they're going to push him out the door. And I, I I was I was a big fan of Gutekinds. He spent all the money last season in the offseason right away. What do you tell Zadarius and Preston Smith? I mean, you signed them, Adrian Amos, you just spent a lot of money on the defensive side of the ball. Is it still win now? Are you building towards the future? Because those guys aren't going to be around in three, four years. They're going to be a little bit older. I mean, I just I, I, are you trying to rebuild on the fly? Are you thinking future? I get you still have the picks in the second and third round. I get that there's some rumors that maybe some veterans are going to get traded today, but this doesn't make you a better football team this season, and I think that should have been the goal when you were a game away from the Super Bowl. You
4: were a game away. We're. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a Mountain West Conference, you know, All Pro Scout. We have watched Jordan Love. Horvath. I know you've watched a bunch more Jordan Love than I have. We know what scouts have said. I want to have people hear what Brian Baldinger said. We'll do that coming up next. And then with Gudikins and Rogers, I don't think Gudekinst ever wanted to sign Rogers to that big deal. I really don't, and I never have. And I thought he I thought he was sort of backed into it. And this, I think, this says, this pick maybe says more about how they feel about Rodgers than how they feel about the rest of the team. And that's a very dangerous play. We'll hear more from you guys. 414-799-1250. Keep calling, and we'll get to everybody. Your tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan, at Bart Winkler Show. The Packers... In the draft, the year after they were a game away from the Super Bowl, traded up to select a quarterback. And this is not the rodgers Favre thing. We have not lived through this. That was completely different than whatever this is, and we'll explain and give you more examples why. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. 1250 The Bart Winkler Show, the Green Bay Packers traded up and took Jordan Love, a quarterback, More coming up in just a couple minutes. 414-799-1250. We'll get right out to you. Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvath here on the fan. Packers select Jordan Love. They had the 30th pick. They traded up with the Dolphins, gave away a fourth-round pick, and got up to pick 26 to take Jordan Love, quarterback of Utah State. Now, if you look at some of the other players that were selected after that, uh, Patrick Queen went right after, and there were other teams drafting that didn't really look like they had a need at quarterback. The The Ravens had drafted, as I mentioned. The Titans drafted an offensive lineman. They weren't really trading up to beat one of those teams. Maybe they were trading back up because they thought New England might trade back up. New England was a target for Jordan Love at 23. They traded down. Maybe they thought another team was going to trade back up, but they traded up to get Jordan Love. Ultimately, it's going to cost them a, fir- a fourth-round pick. A fourth-round pick is a guy like Jamon Moore. I mean, they, they'll live without a fourth-round pick. A fourth-round pick is a guy like Vince Beagle. They'll live without a fourth-round pick. But the optics of trading up to get a quarterback when you were one game away from the Super Bowl had some holes to fill, yes, so go ahead and do that in this draft where there's a lot of talent at the positions that you need. Patrick Queen was still available. Wide receivers were still available. Although the ones that maybe you started to really like had been taken off the board, and that's why if you were going to trade up, then why couldn't you have traded up a couple of picks earlier and went and got Brandon Iuk or went and got Justin Jefferson, who, by the way, the one guy we like, goes to Minnesota. And CeeDee Lamb, Lamb was still there at 17. So if you were going to trade up, there were certainly guys that, that us fans all liked, but the Packers had different ideas, drafting Jordan Love. One scout saying about Jordan Love, the body language was awful, the accuracy worse. He didn't look like he knew what he was doing or that he wanted to play. There were numerous times I saw him. He looked right at an open wideout or a tight end coming right in the middle, and the two linebackers are on the hashes. There's a receiver in the middle of the field. He doesn't throw it to him, or he throws it to him late. I don't think he's correctable. Another scout, he's a risk-reward guy. You question the makeup. There are some other scouts that say if he doesn't go in the top 10, we're going to be looking at but that's not the narrative of course. We're shocked today that the Packers took a quarterback. You're up early today because the Packers took a quarterback. You're you're in you're calling in the radio station today because the Packers took a quarterback. They take an offensive lineman, we're all happy that makes sense. They take a wide receiver, good. That's what we wanted. They take a linebacker, okay. We got we got we got bolstered on the defense. But they traded up and took a quarterback and a guy who there's questions about to begin with in Jordan Love. We'll get to your calls in two minutes. I want you guys to hear this from Brian Baldinger, NFL Network, and one of our Radio.com NFL insiders. Now, his thoughts on Jordan Love were what really kind of turned me against Love. And I want you guys to hear that. This is Brian Baldinger. He was on our show yesterday.
3: Jordan Love is a fantastic athlete. You know, he's he's running in the low 4.7s. He's 225 pounds. I mean, he looks the part. Now, if you go back to 2018 when Matt Wells was there, who is now at Texas Tech, I mean, he had him running a play every 16 seconds, maybe the fastest in the country. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, maybe ran an offense with Mahomes faster than that. But he ran an offense that was lightning fast, and he was really good. And then this year, Wells left, and he had a new coach, a new system, uh, a poor supporting cast, and he played poorly. He The 17 interceptions don't tell the story this year. I mean, a bunch of them were pick sixes. He was late on his reads to the outside. I mean, he makes the throws that he made in the NFL that he made last, last year uh, at Utah State. I mean, he's not going to see the field. Um, he'll, he'll do what uh, – what we saw you know, happen in Tampa this past year. You know, so I, I don't know that he's ready to start and compete right now at the NFL level. I, he may need a full year to sit in order to really figure out if he can become, you know, truly an NFL franchise quarterback to me. And I think that's where he's at right now. I mean, Jordan's got to overcome what we saw, which is on tape this past year against, look, look, I mean, Utah State is is fine, The Mountain West, but, I mean, it's not playing in the SEC, where if you make those throws like he made this year, um, I mean, there's, there's just one defensive touchdown after another.
4: Brian Baldinger, essentially comparing him to the year that Jameis Winston had, who is available, by the way. If you want a guy that can make the throws and is athletic but also loves to give pick sixes, there's a guy in free agency You could just very well sign in Jameis Winston instead of spending a first-round pick on him. Throughout the day, we're going to come up with the pro-con list and try to, after last night, rationally look at if this was a good pick for the Packers long-term. But let your emotions flow through your body, as we all did last night. Because this pick was shocking. We can try to justify it the next day and take that angle. But this pick was shocking and still is the more you think about it. 414-799-1250. Sean is in North Milwaukee. Sean, what's up, buddy? I'm not happy.
6: This is, I understand Tony Manderich. He was supposed to be good. Ben forward supposed to be good. This guy's from Utah State. through threw 16 interceptions. And half your college don't even know where Utah State is. Correct? Right. You got these guys calling. Oh, he is good. He's still skipped 17 in the interceptions. Utah State. I dare one of your calls to say one more player in Utah State. Nobody knows who this guy is. It's a slap in the face here in It's a slap in the face to me being a Packer fan.
4: Well, we know who the coach is. Uh, the coach is Gary Anderson, former Badger coach uh, over at Utah State, his second stint there.
5: That's who we got to get on the program is is that idiot. I'm not so that's the one thing I don't want to do. Let's not have like Utah State's beat writer come on the show today. Please for the love of God. I don't need to hear, "Oh, Jordan's great. Best thing never come out of Utah State." Well, no crap, because you guys don't have anything else to look forward to in life at <laughs> Utah State. I'm not doing that. Obviously, he's going to be the the best thing ever. You know to all those guys because they got to watch him. Like I said, man, 2 years ago I really did like Jordan Love and I thought, "Here's a prospect." Last year, like Baldy said, Like When you hear somebody say, man, he led the FBS in interceptions with 17, and that doesn't tell the whole story, that is not a good thing. But when half of those interceptions go for touchdowns the other way, hey, you guys all get your wish finally. Aaron Rodgers, the guy that takes care of the ball, that only throws four interceptions a year and over 35 touchdown passes, he'll be gone in two years. Let's get Jay Cutler 2.0 in here, baby. 20 picks a year. Woo!
4: Yeah, right after uh, 6.35 or so, I do want to explain why I'm pretty sure Gudikins is has never been on board the Aaron Rodgers contract, and I think that I th- I think that Aaron Rodgers, one way or another, is, is playing for his job essentially. And if you think well, that's a stupid thing to say. Look, I'm not the team that traded up to go get a quarterback when I have Aaron Rodgers. You don't do that unless the other guy that you do have there's some questions about. Just like with Aaron Rodgers when they took him, although he was he was a possible number one pick. Right. That's why it's a completely different scenario. And you had a quarterback in Favre that you never knew if he was going to retire or not, depending on which way the wind blew. This time you've got a quarterback who wants to be here until he's basically dead. And you said, Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm still gonna draft this guy. Right. 799-1250 Jay is in Hale's corners. We'll get to Jay. Jay, what's happening with you, bud?
1: Good morning, guys. You know, this isn't shock. I am just, I am so livid and just, I can't believe they did this. I mean, that's two years in a row that we have wasted a number one draft pick. Everybody in the NFL gets a first round draft pick to come in and help their team immediately, except for the Packers. I mean, between Gary and this guy... A project at best that you could have picked up maybe in the fourth round or whatever, and if you didn't, who cares? I mean, we have literally surpassed the Bears as the laughing stock in the NFL. This is as, almost as bad as that moving up to get Trubinsky pick. I, I, I just all the glaring needs we need, and this is what they come up with. I, I'm sorry, but this is you got to start making these guys accountable. And and my new mantra is is you know, get rid of Goody because this guy clearly doesn't have a clue what he's
4: doing. I think, do he, I think he does it? have a clue. I think, he, I think he wants to get rid of Rodgers. I think Goody wants – I think you, if you, there's one thing that maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't, that bothered some people. Uh, Matt LaFleur's phone call to Jordan Love when you saw the video. I've never seen Matt LaFleur smile that that big. I, I think that, you know, these guys come in and they want their own guy. It happened with Ted Thompson and Mike Holmgren. They had far from the previous regime, and then they had Rodgers. And so maybe these guys want their own guy. You Go
5: ahead. No, no. I, I was going to say, like, I just don't think – so, Goot – you know how I always complain about the Packer way, like we let these guys hang on too long, and we look for these guys with good character? I think Goot is cutthroat, and he's the complete opposite. This goes back to the Jordy Nelson move. You know, cutting Jordy Nelson. First offering Jordy Nelson, asking him to take a huge pay cut, like a $10 million pay cut, and come back for $1 million. That was a slap in the face to a Packer legend right there in Jordy Nelson. I'm thinking, okay, well, at least you're going to get younger at the receiver position or a tight end. No, he brings in Jordy, or, um, Jimmy Graham, who's the same age as Jordy Nelson, but worse, and has literally forgot how to catch the football with two hands, doesn't block whatsoever. He did not offer Randall Cobb, even a veteran minimum, to come back. Um, I, I mean, maybe they did, but they didn't offer him a whole lot of money, and so now he's going to push Aaron Rodgers out the door. I think that it's just like, I mean, that is the league, that's the business. And I was talking about this on the pregame show, like Bill Belichick. Every year you should draft a quarterback, but in the third or fourth round, fourth round. I mean, that's what the Patriots have been doing. They're, they drafted Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo, when they already had Tom Brady. But you don't do it in the first round when you're built to win right now. It just doesn't make any sense. And goop, man. He is just relentless. He's cutthroat. Once these guys get a little bit older, he thinks about the future. And that makes sense because he's a general manager. That's how the NFL goes. But this one hurts. This one hurts that you're going to force Aaron Rodgers out the door in two years. And maybe it's a chip on his shoulder. He has an MVP year. I think it's just going to piss him off more.
4: Yeah, the chip on your shoulder, there's that argument too. This will motivate Rodgers to prove people wrong. That works, but not when you're trying to prove your own team wrong. Because if you prove your own team wrong and you win the Super Bowl, then you've just helped your own team. You're, you're proving the people you're trying to, if you're trying to stick it to Guttekunst and LaFleur by showing them, hey, look, I still have it. Well, good. You just won a championship for Guttekunst and LaFleur. So you didn't stick it to anybody because they benefited from it. So if this is their master plan, maybe it's their master plan. I think that they are ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers and this is sort of the get it together, Rodgers now, because we've got an out in two years, and we are fully prepared to use it if you look like you did last year. And I, he looked again. He looked fine. He's looked fine, but we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years now, how he's just not the same. And Gudikin sees that too. And so they drafted the guy in the first round. More of your calls, 414-799-1250. We'll explain more of the Gudekins thing, and we'll look at Rodgers' contract, what that out is, because there is a way for them to – they're still going to have money against the cap, but they can get out of this contract if need be, and need might be after you take a quarterback in the first round. The Packers select a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft. 414-799-1250. More from you guys coming up right after this.
0: Yeah, you know what, I haven't, I haven't connected uh, with Aaron yet, um, but, you know, he's obviously been through this, and, um, you know, he's a pro, and I think it's, um, you know, it's certainly this is something that is a, a long-term uh, decision. Uh, I think when you go through um, kind of the way things went tonight, you kind of you ran short-term and the long-term, and uh, the way the board felt, just, um, this was the best decision for the Packers, but uh, I think, you know, obviously Aaron's been around for a long time, and uh, he knows what we're playing for right now, so... Um that's uh, uh, what's most important right
4: now. You're playing, if you're playing for a Super Bowl in 2020, you don't draft Jordan Love. Even no matter no matter what you think you're going to get in the second and third rounds and fourth rounds. And for the people, if, if you want to call in and say, well, we don't know what they're going to do. That's a rational thing to say. We don't know what they're going to do tonight. We don't know what they're going to do You know, tomorrow. Okay. That's, that's a rational thing to say, but that's, that's no, because no, 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 they took, they took a quarterback in the first round. They traded up to get one. The Packers, the last two years under Brian Gutekinds, when you've had Aaron Rodgers, again, this window is shrinking. And how many times do we talk to people and they say, well, as long as you've got Aaron Rodgers, you've got a chance to win. And that, that, that part is shrinking. That is that is coming to an end. So when you're Brian Gutekunst and your last two picks the last two years are Rashawn Gary, who I think will end up being a good pro, but he didn't play much last year. And then your next pick is Jordan Love. If in 2025 the Packers win the Super Bowl and Jordan Love is the, the MVP and Rashawn Gary is the defensive player of the year, that's fantastic. But that's five years from now. You're, you're basically saying that we don't. We don't think we're going to do it in the Rodgers era. I'm Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvath. You guys, 414-799-1250. When you have Aaron Rodgers, that's the question. Do you do you spend more resources building on what's next, or do you try to win with this Hall of Fame quarterback that you have? And for the most part, it looks like Gudekins, especially in these first rounds, is trying to build for what's next. Now, when they signed Rodgers to this extension a couple of years ago, it was at a time where all these other quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, were getting paid a lot of money. And Rodgers, for his credit, really wasn't saying anything about it. But then what what happened? People, local guys, national guys, whoever, interviewed Rodgers. Hey, what do you think of these? I mean, don't you got to get paid soon? Ah, you know, whatever. Don't you got to get paid soon, though, Rodgers? I mean, I guess. But don't you got to get paid soon? Well, yeah, I'd like to get, you know, oh, Rodgers wants to get paid. They eventually pay him, but they front-loaded the hell out of it. Signing bonus in the beginning, lots of guaranteed money, which a lot of that was in the beginning. Where Rodgers sits at now, he's got another two years where, like, why he's untradeable is because it's going to be $40 million against the cap. You're not going to do that. That's a huge waste. But when that number starts to lower is after the 2021 season. So not this year, not the next year, the year after that. So think two more years of Rodgers, then the dead cap is 17 million. And you could say if you really like Jordan Love and think it's time to move on, you could trade Rodgers. You could cut Rodgers and the dead cap's only 17 million and then the final year of his contract in 2023 the dead cap's only 2.85 million, which is really nothing considering you're paying Jimmy Graham and Jimmy Graham's against the cap a lot more than that. And you just cut him for pretty much free. He didn't care. So it does lower. And that's why I'm thinking this is, this is as much of a move to maybe accelerate the end of Rogers contract as anything else. They're looking at Rogers and thinking, we don't think we don't think you're going to be here for four years. We don't think you're going to be good enough to be our starting quarterback for the next four seasons, maybe not even for the next two. Do you feel me on that one, Horvath? Because that's the way I look at it. I look at this as less of a, hey, we want to have a guy for when Rodgers decides to retire. I look at it more of, hey, we're going to need a guy because we don't think Rodgers is going to make it to this magical age he thinks he's going to.
5: Yeah, I think that that, that's where... I guess that's what they think. I think that's what Brian Gudekins thinks, at least. I mean, again, though, it was year one in the system under Matt LaFleur. He had to learn a complete new offense for the first time in over 10 years. And so that's going to be tough on any quarterback, especially one that's in his mid to late 30s. You know, he's had the injuries, the collarbone injuries, and I would argue he hasn't really been the same since the last collarbone injury, the Anthony Barr one, when he came back, even against Carolina, uh, when he tried to come back and lead him into the playoffs. He just couldn't make the throws that he was able to. I think he's going to be just fine. I think this will light the fire under him. I could see him putting together an MVP-type season. But my question is, then what? Like, what happens if he goes back and throws 45 touchdown passes to three interceptions this year and the Packers go 13-3? and three? Then is next year like, hey, this is the last dance. Like, like we're going to watch on Sunday night. Like, did Brian Gutekinds go fully uh, Jerry Krause? In this NFL draft, are they just going to push Rodgers out? Like, let's say that the Packers, they were a game away from the Super Bowl last year. Let's say there is a season. And let's say that the Green Bay Packers win 13 games and they win the Super Bowl. You go into next year as the defending champions. Then what? Like, is it a rebuild mode? Are you still going to pay Kenny Clark and David Bakhtiari? Do you even pay David Bakhtiari all that money Well, you can pay all those
4: guys if you're not going to pay Rodgers.
5: But, 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 But you get what I'm saying? So, like, is this just hey, you know, if things go sour here, if we go 8-8 eight and eight next year, it might be time to replace Aaron Rodgers then in two years. Or is this like, let's try to push Aaron Rodgers and let's still try to win right now? I'm just confused because even looking at social media, I wanted to see how the players would react last night. Because last season, after the Packers signed uh, Zadarius Smith, he tweeted at every player that they drafted throughout the night. And he was active on Twitter last night. He was joking around saying, hey, I just called Brian Gutekinds and told them to trade up. And then all of a sudden they take Jordan Love. They trade up and they take a quarterback, and he just did the eyeballs um, uh, tweet, you know, and just had the eyeballs. And he didn't tweet at Jordan Love. I wanted to see maybe what Devontae would have to say. I would love to see what Aaron Rodgers or hear what Rodgers has to say or be a fly on the wall when they drafted Jordan Love because he claims he was going to be watching the draft. I just i i don't know what i don't know what the plan is here. Are you rebuilding on the fly? Or are you thinking? Did they have a plan? Like, were they thinking, hey, we're going to trade up and try to get a Jerry Judy or a C.D. Lamb, and it just didn't work out? So then they were like, hey, we could trade up and take our quarterback of the future. I just, I don't really understand what the plan is. I thought it was to get better and to fill the three or four holes that they already had on this roster on a 13-win football team, and instead they're building for the future. Uh, and I hate the Favre-Rodgers comparisons because when you go back, I mean, Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be the number one overall quarterback taken in that draft. There was talks that he was going to be the number one overall player taken in that draft. So when he continues to slide and slide and slide, you don't trade up to go get him. But when he falls in your lap, I understood taking him. It's like you said to start the show, Bart. Every other season, or every season, Favre was in tears doing his end-of-the-season press conference saying this might be it. So it was time to move on, and you were getting a guy that could have been the number one overall pick. Instead, in this draft, you trade up in the first round to take a guy that's going to be a two- to three-year project that led college football in interceptions last year. Aaron Rodgers was already a sure thing. You could say that you don't you know I didn't know Rodgers was going to be this good. Well, then you weren't watching college football. There was a few things that he had to switch around with his mechanics. He held the ball up too high, but he was pro ready. Jordan Love is not. He does not help you win right now. I don't know if he helps you win in 2 years. So, I don't know what the plan is. I wish I could answer that question. I honestly have no idea. I thought it was to win a Super Bowl this year, but clearly not. Uh,
4: Nick tweets in and says, I get we all hate the pick, but the way you're killing the kid is making me feel uncomfortable. Well, I don't like the pick, but the hate is crazy. I'm not surprised. I, I don't think we're hating on the kid. Right. I, I, I mean, we're all, we're all rooting for the
5: kid now. He's a Packer. We're not going to boo him on family. Well, people might. I'm not going <laughs> to boo him on family night. I'm not going to treat him like that. I liked Rodgers at the time, and I was the biggest Favre guy ever. And I, If they
4: I, take him in the second round tonight, that's a completely different story. They took him in the first
5: round. When Aaron Rodgers was drafted, man, I was wearing a Brett Favre jersey watching that NFL draft, and I was still like, you know what? This is a good pick because as much as I love Favre, he was breaking down. We thought it was the end for him, and he was always talking about retirement. Rodgers is talking about playing into his 40s. He was just on a podcast last week talking about how moved he is when he's at Lambeau and you know, people give him the standing O and how much he just wants to retire as a Green Bay Packer. And I think that it's a slap in the face, like I said earlier on in the show, and like I'll continue to say, just like it was a slap in the face to Jordy Nelson, just like it was kind of a slap in the face to Clay Matthews. I, I always rip the Packer away. I said it in this draft, I want some dogs, man. I don't care if this guy, you know, got a... Uh, the dog t- is Goot. Right, he is. He, and, you know, like I'll do, res- like, res- I respect it because that's... He knows he's getting killed for this, and he still did it. And that smile the on his dog. face, that smile on his face, him and Matt LaFleur knew by, and here's the other thing. So there's nothing going on in the sports world, right? With coronavirus, there's nothing going on. So last night in the NFL draft, everything is, is scratch. Everything went just the way that we all had planned. You know, a couple surprises here and there, but Joe Burrow goes number one, two is the second quarterback taken. Herbert goes three. Okay. Everything's going by the script. Brian Gudikins and Matt LaFleur knew last night by trading up that this would be the number one story, not only locally, but nationally in all of sports. The Packers looking to replace Aaron Rodgers and people blowing it out of proportion. They knew that, and they still traded up to do it. That last night was relentless. That yeah. was, I mean, Gut, he don't care. And that's the way you have to be if you're a general manager. All
4: right, so as we look at we're trying to do a pro-con list about this pick. So I'm going to put our first pro of the day Goot and Lafleur are relentless alpha dogs.
5: All right. Yeah. Heartless, you could even say. Yeah,
4: our heartless alpha dogs, AKA football guys.
5: Goot will individually push out my two favorite players of all time, which is amazing. <laughs> two of my three. And four Rodgers and Jordy.
4: 799, 1250. Let's talk to Irv, who's on the south side. What's up, Irv? Irv actually just dropped off. Uh, Irv, let's talk to George. George. Hello. Yo.
5: George.
4: Hey, what's going How on? you been, hey, George? So, Hi. Uh, How you been?
6: I've been doing pretty good, man. I've just been kind of working and staying kind of low. I haven't talked to you guys in a long time.
4: I know. Um, days haven't been the same, George.
6: Yeah. No, so I was just listening, and I'm not going to call any of you guys haters or nothing like that, but I'm just going to take a different perspective like this. I wasn't, um, I liked it, Brett Favre, and uh, I didn't like them when they drafted uh, Aaron Rodgers. But that was fine. That's their prerogative. They were looking towards the future, and I understood that Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the number one pick. So how I'm viewing this particular pick is. You guys had a good team last year. Your team is pretty much still together. Y'all still have opportunity to add pieces. It's no guarantee, one through 32, that the pick that you put in there, if they didn't get Jordan Love, was going to be an impact. Because there's no guarantee. We know that. We don't know. We're assuming they have to get on the field and they have to play. So Jordan Love can come in. I love Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers want to be the total opposite of what Brett, Brett Favre did to him. You sit back. You play three, four years, whatever. Do what you ever have to do. You groom that young man and because you know why you're grooming him? Because you're grooming him for Packer Nation. If you want to be a positive and take it like that, because I can't play forever. And you know what? If this is going to be it for me and this is my replacement, I'm going to play well. I'm going to groom him and teach him, get him ready for when I am gone or when they do let me go, Packers are in good hands. That's how you operate as a team and as an organization and stop being this hating, oh, I can't believe they drafted him. Why not take a more positive who would look at it and be like, you know what, cool. That's cool. I'm going to groom this kid. They're going to go ahead. They're going to do their best to try to support him so they can use the rest of this time so they can get a Super Bowl because you guys still got a good team in place. But at the same time, he can't play forever. He's had all these surgeries. Jordan Love, yeah, he had a bad year. He also had just what happened with Brett Favre, had to learn a new system. When he played the year before that, he did well. Was the competition good? No. But then he's still a good quarterback. If you look at the 18 tape, this year wasn't good. Put the put the system in place that he played with in college when he had the good year, and you will see him excel. You—that's what I'm saying. When they get these quarterbacks, they never take the system they played in. They try to make them play in the system that they have. You have to start doing that. Look at what happened with uh, the quarterback for Baltimore. You guys have a good day. I'm gonna sit back and listen.
4: Yeah, thanks for the call, George. Uh, certainly thanks for the call indeed. George on the north side, 414-799-1250. That will be interesting to watch how Rodgers deals with Jordan Love. when Rodgers called Favre Grandpa, and they never got along in Green Bay. And now they're fast friends, Rodgers and Favre. And now Rodgers realized what Favre was going through in those later stages of his career. And now he's really going to realize it because now he's Favre and Jordan Love is Aaron Rodgers. So will Rodgers act like Favre did with him or will he be more accommodating and more welcoming? Rodgers is buddy-buddy with all these quarterbacks in that quarterback room. He has been in his entire time, but there are guys like Brett Hundley and Tim Boyle and Manny Wilkins, guys that are never going to take his job and guys that were not drafted as a potential replacement to take his job. Kyle tweets in at the fan at one hundred seven FM, the fan, I felt the Packers should have franchise take Rogers a couple of years ago and then maybe released him with your quarterback. When you had him waiting in the wings. If you watch the Niners, their offense is fast paced. Rogers slows down the Matt LaFleur offense. That's why
5: Gutekins did this. What they are maybe doing. was it what? Some of these comments are just ridiculous. <laughs> I can't. I really want Rodgers to go somewhere else in two years. I do, because you guys... But that, rip that, that comment's right. You guys continue to rip him, and he will rip your that, souls that out. That comment's right, though. He will rip your hearts out when he's not throwing the ball to MVS into to Alan Lazard and Jake Humeroe, who shouldn't even be in the league. Matt LaFleur and Brian... Matt LaFleur specifically, his offense, it's supposed to be
4: quicker. And the thing last year was, how are these two... Things going to be married, but dude. What? How is Matt Lafleur's offense going to be married with a guy who takes a little more time and makes decisions? How do you know when he's not going to be quicker this year? He was calling these plays off of a wristband. If you heard, if you heard uh, the the Brian Baldinger on Jordan Love we played a couple minutes ago, they ran a very quick offense. Jordan Love's very accustomed to this. They want things to be quicker. Rodgers was still this year taking things down to forty five seconds and having a call a timeout. So I
5: totally get where Kyle's coming from in that tweet. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is just dumb. I I, I honestly do. I just think that you're in win now mode. I I honestly, like I said, man, there's going to be quarterbacks. I would rather take Jalen Hurts in the second or third round, and there's your project right there. Uh, I'd rather take Jacob Eason, who's going to be a better quarterback than Jordan Love. What is it with Gudekins and in these tall quarterbacks that have never proved anything? Like let's also remember Brian Gudekins love Deshaun Kaiser, guys. All right, who would you rather have on the roster right now? Demarius Randall or, or Deshaun Kaiser? So we're putting together a pro-con list throughout the day.
4: One pro is that it proves that your GM and Coach, our heartless alpha dogs. That's
5: what we want, right? That's what everyone says. Con, we got a GM that loves quarterbacks that resemble the <laughs> Sean Ka- Like It's like literally the, the same game. The con is
4: that our GM may not have good quarterback IQ. And also, you are in win now mode. So this was a mistake for that reason. 414-799-1250. I believe Dave is in Milwaukee. Let's get out to Dave.
0: How you doing, guys? What's up, dude? Uh I like to pick, and I'm going to tell you why. Like, even with money, you don't just work for today. You work for tomorrow. And when they drafted Rodgers, we won a Super Bowl five years later. If we win one Super Bowl five years later, we got to still be happy with that. Now, like the last caller said, you don't have no sure-fire picks, one through 32, and everybody, oh, he should have got a receiver, should have got a receiver. You don't win Super Bowls filling holes. You got D- DK Metcalf, second round last year. You got A.J. Brown, second round last year. Uh Brian Gutekinds, he knows what he's doing, man. It's It's like the receiver, a couple of the receivers that we heard him talking about, they're still on the board. You got the Michael Pittman still on the board. You got the guy from Baylor still on the board. Plenty receivers still on the board. Plenty inside linebackers still on the board. And what you fell the mention is if Rodgers get hurt, look who we have behind him, Tim Boyle. And then you just said that Ethan is a better quarterback than Jordan Love.
5: Yes. Hands I mean, down. I'm not
0: trying to blast you, but I don't know <laughs> where all this hatred is coming from. But Jordan Love is good. He just had a bad year. Win-loss record. Bad year throws,
5: makes every throw in the book. Jacob Eason was one of the top-rated quarterbacks coming out of high school. Lost his job at Georgia to Jake Fromm and transferred. But look what he did in Washington. And he didn't have I – mean, look at this. Jacob Eason – and you guys want to talk about the weapons. That That's why Jordan Love threw 17 interceptions this season. Jacob Eason hasn't thrown the ball to one first-round pick in his collegiate career. Not one.
0: Jacob Eason may be on the board in the fifth round.
5: Exactly, and that's when you should take a quarterback because you got a Hall of Fame one right now that led you to 13 wins last year. Right. Rodgers didn't give up 300 yards in the ground against the Niners. He was the guy throwing the ball to MVS.
0: If Rodgers is a professional, if he's a professional, then he'll come out and he'll win the Super Bowl or he'll get us pretty close, and he'll groom this guy without all the little feelings involved because he'll understand that this pick had to be made. Rodgers has been getting injured like I don't know, two or three times in the last couple of years, and I'm, I'm the biggest Rodgers component. Like, I saw Rodgers. I watched Rodgers in, in college, and I loved the pick of Rodgers, and I understood the pick of Rodgers. You don't want to be like the New Orleans Saints Who are trying to go by feelings and forgetting that this is a business when Drew Brees may retire next year? I mean, Taysom Hill is good, but is he going to be good on every down?
4: No. Uh, Dave, thanks for the call. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Uh, Dave, we're up against it, so we got to let you go here. We are we are uh, woefully up against it, but more from you guys coming up at 799-1250. One thing that Dave did say, which is the question here, if you win a Super Bowl in five years with Jordan Love and not Aaron Rodgers, is it worth it? Because don't you want to win a Super Bowl now? I mean, why are we planning five years from now? That's my question. Why in the last two years did you not go and get a guy – That could help now. I disagree with the filling holes part. They have a couple of holes. They were one game away from the Super Bowl. Fill those holes? You don't have those holes anymore. You're a better football team. But the Packers chose not to do that so far in this NFL draft. More from you guys, 414-799-1250. And the very prophetic words of Ryan Wood last night on our program in the 9 o'clock hour. Just want to play you a snippet of that. We'll talk to him again at 9, our Packers insider with PackersNews.com. I think he knew something, man. I think he was giving us a warning, and we'll listen to that coming up next here on the Bart Winkler Show, 414-799-1250. We continue on the fan.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.